0: leash today talking sport podcast brought to you in association with booth concrete booth concrete provide high quality concrete products to leash and the surrounding counties thinking concrete think booth concrete when quality matters
1: Okay, hello, welcome to our latest leaf today talking sport podcast. So I think we're, we're getting the two episodes out this week, Alan. We might be getting back to a bit of normality. Uh big, 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 big excitement this weekend. The Talchon Cup comes to Port Westmead comes to yeah. Port Uh are you excited? Uh yeah. <laughs> you, you were excited before the start of the the you know, Cup. I was. You said that I'm always excited,
2: so I've decided that I'm not going to be excited anymore. Um I'll not no. Dave, I know. I it's, it's um I don't I don't like the whole regional thing. I, I would have rather been playing like Leitrim or I don't know Sligo or someone like that that you don't normally play. Like I'm sick of playing Westmead. Um, yeah, I agree with you, I'm sick of sick playing, of playing Westmead, Westmead,
1: but I wouldn't be I, I'm glad it's in Port Leash. And even if it was away, yeah. you know, like okay, we've definitely played more than enough of Westmead over the last couple of years. Um you could have got, got drawn someone like Fermanagh, who at least have played away a couple of times over the last couple of years, anyway. So
2: mm, I suppose, yeah. But anyway, no, look, and that will change next year. Like next year it will be groups and the regional element will be gone, as far as we know. So um uh, at least it will it will be different in that sense. But look, it's it's been a a, a year that started off with great excitement and Alan being excited, and uh not from the day they battle out in the league it really hasn't gone well really after that like the only they've only won one match since then that was away to Wicklow be and um, been beaten in every other game and drawn did you draw twice or once drew once, once anyway yeah. oh, drew would answer. remember was any game the drew lost to limerick by yeah. a point yeah so like it obviously has gone well um this is their chance of uh, of redemption if you want and and I don't even mean redemption in the sense of, of winning. I think you remember redemption redemption for them will be putting in a good performance and being uh competitive and um being in the game. Like sure what, what were they down at one stage against the week? You were down
1: points, 16 points, 16 yeah. one stage to Wicklow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. like you know so like that
2: that 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 type of performance they don't want to see. And like, you know, like you talk to the different fellows involved in that. And they all say like the same thing that, you know, everyone's putting in a huge effort. I interviewed Evan O'Carroll last week and he talked about the, the effort that everyone's putting in. And I've no doubt they are. So, and, and like, I mean, like anybody that plays at that level, it has to put in a massive effort to be, to be there uh, and giving up your time and everything else. So you would hope for their sakes, more than anything else, that um, this now translates onto the field. Uh, this Sunday, and that they get to show off whatever work that they have been doing over the last couple of weeks, because they have had time
1: to it's five to weeks, five things. weeks since they're knocked out. It's a good while. Like the biggest biggest break they got all year, I'd say. Oh, it's by far. sure it? Yeah. yeah. Did, did it get three or four weeks before the start of the championship? Three weeks. At yeah,
2: least. even after three weeks, probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I suppose. Woolley made a point on his podcast after they were beaten by Wicklow. And pe- the whole thing the worst ever and, and all. We always sort of joke about that. that. But the the real... T- Woolley said it didn't even hurt in his heart anymore at least losing. We've become so sort of used to disappointing results and performances that like being bet badly by Wicklow, it's not a bolt out of the blue because these poor results have been coming more common over the last Decade, like it's not, you know, and and obviously there might be one bad performance, and then they might bounce back. The the to the, the, two very positive years under John Sugru, albeit coming from Division Four and Division Three. You know, they got promoted back to back, and Sugru absolutely brought the buzz back to Leash which hadn't been there for a long, long time. But I like my expectations have been so low the last couple of years that being bet by Wicklow in in, in Ockram. Disappointing, but not that surprising. And now you're just, you're going into the, into the Italian Cup against Westmead and it is a tough draw. Westmead have an upper hand on Leash. Westmead are second favourites for the Italian Cup behind Cavan. So essentially, they got the second hardest They've Probably got the hard, toughest draw you could get in the southern uh, section. It is at home, but Leash's record at home is brutal. Two o'clock on Sunday. What type of crowd will be at it? Like it's um, it's, it's a, I'd have, I'd have low enough expectations for a win. Would you? Yeah. Or
2: <laughs> the bookies yeah. backed that up as well? to sure your fight to uh, to win the game, which which is big you enough know, odds in a two horse race. So, um, especially in football as well. I mean, when they played them in the league, um, that was in the early part of the league. I think it was the second, second round. Second game, it? A real windy day. Yeah. And and should were going well enough at that stage actually, and like they'd beaten be out in the first game and. They did all right in that game against West. They gave away a goal in the first half. Um, it was a bad the goal. And, in, and, yeah. mm, man, and Westmead man was, I don't know who, whether it was Luke Lachlan, I can't remember, some Westmead man was left completely free uh, and scored and they could never really recover. But yet there were only ever two or three points down. And then right at the end of the game, I remember Danny Bulger went into midfield and they tried to win a Westmead kickout. Because it was the last play to try and get an equalizing goal, I ended up conceding a goal from it to lose by six. But it was. Kieran C- Martin
1: came on that day and got a, he bulldozed through a couple of lads at the end. it was pulled out the field? I don't remember it being caught out. I don't think it
2: was. Yeah, I was. I was down. I was down the far end of the stand. I had COVID or had, I had the start to COVID? Um, <laughs> I knew I was going to get COVID. I hadn't actually tested positive, but I knew I had it, so I was away from everyone, and uh, I was down the. Uh, down the um, Abidique's end, and it was the last kick of the game, and I remember they them sent Danny Bulger out to around the half-back line midfield to try to push up one player to make a spare man and try and win the kick-out, and they lost it. But Kieran Martin, actually, I do remember that now, he took 25 steps, so hopefully yeah. he won't be allowed to do
1: that on Sunday yeah, if he, yeah. if he gets a, the ball. And, and referee from the Brady, Sean, Sean Lauren, did, on about uh, kick-outs, uh, did you read Darrell O'Shea's column last week where he was abusing the hmm. goalkeepers? Did you find it funny or <laughs> offensive? funny so sure, I'm not a goalkeeper <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just quote anyone who didn't didn't, uh, didn't see it it's Colin in Darius Times last week and now Daryl Shea like he comes out with some queer ones but uh, this is going to sound terribly old fashioned now so brace yourself goalkeepers aren't generally very good, go- good Gaelic footballers if they were they wouldn't be goalkeepers is that, that's, <laughs> I think that's an outrageous comment I think it's completely unfair as well <laughs>
2: well it depends what type of goalkeeper you're talking about like I mean yeah the ones at inter-county level um, are definitely much better footballers than they used to be but that wasn't always the case Um yeah. And and definitely at club level he, he, some of his comments are possibly correct. But um it I just thought, I know, thought it was funny. People love getting wound up over these things, like but uh I, I uh but it, it was he giving out over like the fact that like Niall Morgan and Rory Began being up yeah, in the he's half.
1: Yeah, and I think he had some clip as well, he was showing it that like Rory Began was up in the in the forwards and he was nearly like an extra defender for uh for Derry, he was getting in the way. Like even like more or less ran across his own lad as he was trying to to shoot for point. Now, I do think I do think an awful lot of the goalkeepers runs out the field are completely and utterly pointless. It's just a fad. Um look, it there are sometimes it works, but and, and then at club level and even at county level, sometimes goalkeepers get notions that they can not all goalkeepers are fit to be running around um you know, making these mad runs. Like, like Graham Brody sort of started that crack and it was very exciting and the, particularly the carlo crowd at least like carlo hated the goalkeeper running up the field the end product of it all the time i don't know like it was it was exciting and it was new element and all that but i don't know how effective it was like um, and now yeah. everybody is at it and then you see okay i do i do see the value sometimes of the goalkeeper going up and standing around the middle of the field for the kick out because it fills the space they're, all, they're, they're generally big uh, and to wear a different colour jersey so like even optically if you're kicking it out and you see this big devil in a different colour jersey out in the middle it's spooky a bit like but the goalie runs up the field I don't know but he he had a, a couple of classics he said goalies used to be told they were to save the easy ones let nothing in over their heads but goalie letting ones in over their heads and this is a club level like it's just like a real no-go letting one in over your head is, 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 uh, is awful and anything they could do with the hard ones was a bonus those days are gone Nowadays, people barely even mention saves. It's nearly half an insult when you're talking about a goalkeeper. Now, if you say, well, he's a good shot stopper. You're you're basically calling him a a brave lad who'll put himself in the the way of danger, who can't kick the ball the length of himself. Good shot stopper is a polite way of saying he's one step down from the full back having to take the kickouts. Yeah, that's true
2: as well, though. I think he's dead right. So the, the the, game has completely evolved in that sense that the kick out is so it's probably the most important, I would say, part of the whole game now. Because if you can't retain possession from your own kick out, and it's your goalkeeper's fault when you're at nothing, um, oh, so, I would say, a shot like, stop. I would say, shot In GA, like, yeah, yeah, like like it's in with on a goalkeeper, like, he's not really expected to save it, like, he really isn't, like, he's one on one with a fellow with the ball in his hands, like, I mean, you can walk around and he. It's not like soccer. You know, he really isn't expected to save it. So I think he's that right. It is one of the lower ends of the the spectrum.
1: Being good under the high ball, especially at club level, is very important. Important. Um, Being good on the ball. So you don't want a goalkeeper who gets it and is an absolute head head ball that could do anything with it. A lad that's cool and can give off a good pass, very, very important. That's above shot stopping. That's a kick out is very important. Um, Now this running out the field, at club level, you know, I'd say just pick your battles. But I think a very underrated uh, aspect of goalkeepers is the lad who has the ability to plow moss the umpires and have a good relationship with the umpires yes. during the game. Very important, like, you know, if it's
2: if,
1: if point. point, yeah, or he sort of square balls there, or if he gets yeah. on well with the umpire and he's able he, if, if he has a way about him and he's able to get the umpire to call the referee's attention to certain things, he doesn't rub the umpires up the wrong way. So I think even that is more important than shot stopping
2: mm mm-hmm. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. It, it's it's an underrated skill altogether. Yeah, diplomacy.
1: Yeah. On, on the subject of goalkeepers, are we going to have another new leash goalkeeper this weekend for the Celtic Cup or against Westmead? Niall Gorman has started the two practice matches for the A team.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, he has
1: for the. Yeah, he started two games against
2: um Clare and Leacher That's played in in between the Wicklow matches. But I believe Danny Bulger is back. Um. He's been out since. What and he missed the championship match against Wicklow? Did he miss the last league game as well?
1: No, he was playing that day.
2: He played that day, so he just missed the championship match against Wicklow with injury. Um, but and he missed those games as well. But I believe he is back um and has trained and will be in contention to start. So it'll be between himself and Niel Gorman. Um they're the only two go Well, Matthew Byron is there, but he's injured. And Connor Brown is is ineligible because he's too young. So um there, there'll just be the two of them, uh, fighting it out for for the place. And Danny, his if Danny debut. starts, it'll be it'll be his championship debut, championship correct?
1: Debut,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have another, well, one more or another, we're going to have a championship debut because it'll either be him or or Nigel Garman. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what way it goes. I mean, Danny looked really good in the first part of the season, and then he he got injured, um, missed one of the games, then missed the the championship obviously as well. So like, uh, if they could get him back. It definitely improve uh, the situation because he's a top keeper. Has been the best, one of the best in the county for the he, last. He, he,
1: yeah, he's, he's, I, I, I really like him as a goalkeeper. I think he's been excellent for Greg the last couple of years. And he comes up and yeah. kicks the freeze. He's very good at the freeze. Yeah. Now Byron was doing that, So Byron scored the equaliser or the winner. The thought was going to be the winner tonight the against Antrim.
0: That's I mean, right. A really long yeah. distance,
1: distance kick, and I can imagine making your championship debut and then breaking your wrist week or two yeah. later and being out like so one of another debut. you know who I was surprised and now I do like Noel Garman as a player I think he's a very lovely kicker of the ball off the ground and like was excellent for Emo in the last couple of championships
2: very good shot stopper as well and that's no that's an insult now apparently but he actually is the, I, I watched him the night in the league against St. Joseph's and Emo were under fierce pressure all night and he made a range of saves. Very good under high balls. Very good with kickouts. Very
1: complete goalkeeper. Complete goalkeeper. Do you know who mm. I, what I thought might have been more to call up as well? It was your man from collection, Killian Roach. I think he's good. And he's good going out the field like he'll kick a point from play.
2: Yeah, I think he's, uh, he, he's a Clare man. I uh, don't know yeah. if he was approached or not. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if he was or he wasn't. Yeah, I think he's, but, uh, I think
1: he's very... He's like, got he, Sigurdsson good. Cup for Carlo. Yeah. Ahead of Matthew yeah. Byron, I think. I think Matthew Byron was did. a sub-goalkeeper. Yeah, he
2: was, he was, yeah. No, 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 I, just, right, I, right. I wonder,
1: I know the fact that he's played with Clare. He's technically... But he's a, he's playing with Leeds Club, so he's absolutely perfectly eligible Oh to yeah, play no, with Leash. He'd be eligible, yeah. There'd yeah. be moisture
2: there. Um, I don't know if he was abroad
1: or not, like, but he definitely is very good. you right up there, yeah. yeah, He'd be better than the other goalkeeper that collision do use sometimes, Gavin Deering. <laughs> 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 I mean, shouldn't be but Gavin. Gavin had never let you down. now, To be fair,
2: no. Gavin <laughs> plays in a range of different places wherever he's required. Um, yeah, good,
1: good under, good under the high ball. Great. Good under Peter high
2: ball. On. Yeah, great,
1: great shot stopper. Yeah, great shot stopper. Yeah. Uh, anyway, other team news. Um.
2: Yeah, so like the 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 defense for this weekend, like you're you're probably I think James Kelly, he broke his foot against Fermanagh. Um now he's not, as far as I know, he won't be able to play this this game, but he's back uh doing some level of training, but I don't think he'll be he'll be fit in time for uh for this game. And the same goes with Dermot Bennett, um, who dislocated his shoulder a couple of weeks after him. Like I, I can't see him playing again for Leash this year. Um the rest of them, then I think Trevor Collins, Mark Timmins, uh, Ben Dempsey, Sean Green, ben Dempsey Alex Moan, yeah, our team last year,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, they'll all be battling it out for for the three spots in the fullback line. So who Ben uh, Dempsey, Alex Moan, and who else? Or oh, uh, Sean Green, and Shane Bulger. Okay. Sean Green. So they, and, and you're be, saying Collins
1: and Timmins are definites?
2: Well, I don't know. I don't pick the team, <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know who's definite. But I'd say that between the six of them, would we'll be would we'll be fighting it out. Like, I mean, Trevor Collins has played every game for each, so you would imagine that he's, that, that he's going to play. Yeah, so you would imagine that he's oh, going to play. Giant captain. And then it'll be some combination of the, the rest of the five of them that are are sort of battling for for that position. Um, like.
1: All, back, we reckon we we reckon there's been sort of a change of philosophy yeah. that Paddy O'Sullivan who was who played most of his football for leash in the backs and was half back on that great port team last year he looks like he's going to be centre-back or has played in those practice games at centre-back and John O'Loughlin has, has moved
2: yeah yeah it looks like it looks like Paddy will, will get the nod there probably between himself and, and Alan Farrell it looks like they've gone away from from John O in that position and have moved him up into the forwards now Um, so whether whether that pans out that way or not I don't know. And it also looks like Sean O'Flynn's uh time in the middle of the field is, is over as well. It looks like he's gone back to the half back line too. Um I
1: actually prefer him there really. I think he, he, didn't, in, get in, much, he more. didn't get much momentum. Like I wouldn't say he got two or three matches in a row midfield or anything.
2: No, no, no. I think he, he I just think he's he's more effective at a wing back. I think he can get up and down the field more. I think so. You know, when you're playing in the middle of the field, you sort of have to be more wary about covering space and being in the right position. and Whereas I think when you're out in the wing, you get a bit more freedom. And
1: He's wing very powerful. Is a great, place of... to play. great place to play if you're on top at midfield.
2: Wing yeah, is... yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially, so lad, so especially
1: lad with an engine like him.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think he'll be there. And then some combination of him, uh, Brian Byrne, Alan Farr, uh, Dylan Kavanagh. De Laud, Connor Heffernan who's who's coming from Collection. Okay. Yeah, and has done has done quite well. Um there'd be some combination of them, I would imagine, uh, on the half back line. So sort of no, like it's yeah. changing it around a good bit from what we saw um against Wakefield, if it does pan out that way. Um, you know, you you could it'd be interesting to see you now when the team is named, how many changes there are. Like there could be there could be five or six, you yeah, know, extra either, Mm. Going to be two definitely because one lad is
1: injured and the other suspended, so mm. there'll that's, definitely be two. That's Ma- so, Matthew Byron and Gary Walsh, who is mm. in the forward line. And so yeah. midfield,
2: yeah, midfield like Karen Ellis, James Finn, Daniel O'Reilly, Brian Daly, uh, Cahill Doyle. They've all sort of operated around there, um, in these challenge games. So it'll be interesting to see who has Cahill Doyle
1: from Ballyrone. Has he played much around midfield or has he been more a uh... Full well, He's sort option.
2: of in around the forwards and, and, and midfield. I like think he started one of the games at full forward, another run out in a half hour line. But he can play, I suppose, in any of those mm. in any of those positions really. But I I would expect like Danny O'Reilly looks like he's going to be definitely there anyway. He's he's the sort of the running option that, that that they've gone with. Um he does add a lot of athleticism around the middle of the field, and then it's a case of whether they go with Kieran or, or James Finn uh, beside him. That looks like the way
1: it's going to be panning out. And then the forwards, then what way
2: are they shaping up? The forwards, then like Kevin Swain has come in, um, up from, from the Port 20s East. and I believe has done very well, yeah, from Portish, um, on the half forward line. Now, he was very good for the under 20s against Kildare, he was midfield that day. He's savage pace and he's very aggressive and he runs directly at teams, and um, he, he looks like a, a Proper prospect, even though he's you know still still quite young, um he's come in. Oshin Hooney has come in and done really well as well. Like, and he didn't start for the twenties, but when he came on against Kildare he probably was the catalyst for the change, and uh, and was rewarded with with a call up as a result. Um, so he he's pushing for a place, and then you have Donny Kingston back and Paul Kingston back. So you know, Paul you come on I mean, the day against Wicklow and was decent mm, enough, yeah. So, so all of a sudden, now you've got sort of four new options that, that didn't exist for you before. Well, no,
1: Gary Walsh is suspended, and Sean Moore is gone from the panel. Like Sean Moore came on yeah. that day against Wicklow, and, Sean, and Gary Walsh
2: scored 2 2. 2 2, and, he, and he's now suspended. So I suppose you're, you're 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 losing two, but you're gaining four. And like, I mean, Dorney is Dorney, and like Westmeath will have to put somebody on him to mind him. They're not going to be able to just treat him as any other forward so like having him will, back well he's,
1: he's the only definitely going to start do you reckon I know you don't I do know the team, I mean but... like sure he's yeah
2: like he's played for obviously played very little football like since he, he played he played half a game for Colleen against Kilcruz in the league I was there that evening that was his first match in six or seven months
1: this would be a fair um, step up on that note to be fair
2: now he has played the two challenge
1: games yeah. So
2: got them under it, his belt. Well, well I, mean, I suppose
1: it's nearly a decision whether they start him or use him for 15-20 minutes at the end. I think the only Kingston is fit. You, you go with him, okay. Yeah, himself <laughs> and Evan I mean, in the full forward line. Owen Lowry. Yeah,
2: himself and himself and Evan, and then a combination of Owen Lowry, Paul Kingston, Mark Barry, and the lads we've already mentioned, like they'll they'll all be knocking around. Derek Carlin would be would be in there as well in the mix. Kieran Burke is is injured again. Um He's I think had, a time of it. had a horrible time of injury. Yeah, you got your, your heart to go to him because he's a he's a savage footballer, but he just can't get any bit of momentum at all. But um, he he, I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll make this weekend either. But um, there's you could see a, you could see conceivably seven or eight changes from yeah. the team to play against. Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's Westmead, Obviously, I saw their captain Keir. is Kieran Maguire their captain, saying that they are out to win the the. The tails Well, There should be the second favourites. Kavanagh two to one favourites. are twenty five to one off the ball last week. Did their power rankings? This is before the preliminary round games, and they had leash' twenty ninth out of thirty two in the country. I'd say that is our lowest. And off the ball rankings don't go back that far, but yeah. um, and obviously they're subjective. But would it rarely have been the time where Leash would have been lower twenty nine out of thirty two. Um, no. Now the Leitrim, or the Leitrim and Carlo have lower odds than them. They must have had Leitrim ahead of them in the in those odds because I think it was only Carlo, Waterford, London, New York that they had behind them. Um Yeah, they anyway. probably have us. what
2: you said we Carlo, Waterford, London, New York. But there's thirty there's thirty three teams of course. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I don't think you could well, yeah, totally you're splitting crazy. hairs. You're, you're
1: probably saying, well, you know, our form is better than Leitrim's, which it probably is, but that's about other than that. Sure, we were did we finish bottom of division three, so or second from bottom, we definitely
2: yeah, went bottom two. Could, so yeah, well, we were ahead a week of and we lost in the championship. So that oh, yeah, be yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: that that, changes, below that them. Obviously, and the but only like, other
2: it, the only other one you could argue is like, oh, we might be better than them. I don't know if we are or yeah. aren't. So it's like, look, yeah, it's probably it probably is reflective of of where they are at the minute um and uh that's what you'd hope
1: that. They i wonder i wonder is there a chance like them. like the, the previous times these have come into the qualifiers on a low web and they've often managed to pull off a result like the time they beat monaghan was a 2012 they got to another quarter final afterwards and they've been hammered by that year to be beaten by loud or like, by Longford, by was it by longford, longford, that, year. longford, longford. that year like beaten up in yeah. longford by longford and then uh went on a run in the qualifier and beat Monaghan, who were really good at the time, like, you know, uh, yeah. and and got going. The time they beat Armagh in the qualifier, actually they to beat Armagh twice in the qualifiers because they used seven subs one year. Um, there was the time they went up, oh, even the last year, John Sugru, like, they, were, they were, had been beaten by 10 or 11 points by Mead in the Leinster Championship and went up, and I think it was, it could even be moored by Mead, and they went up and bet Derry in Derry in the first yeah. round of the qualifiers. Um, I wonder, is there, like, they don't have any of these intangibles, like, uh momentum or uh, feel-good factor or confidence or anything like that. But sort of, Westmead mightn't be hectic either. Like, they have had the upper hand on Leeds the bet by 16 points in last year's championship. But they're in their third or fourth year at Jack Cooney and they don't seem to be getting better. You know, like they were they were poor enough in Division 3 in the league as well. They lost the games. Like they lost to Longford. The loss to loud, I think. You know, they, they they didn't um they didn't push for promotion as hard as you would have thought they, they would have. I thought
2: they were shooing for promotion at the start because they were unlucky to be relegated from division two last year with the North's out split, it screwed them because they ended up with like Mayo and um someone else decent yeah,
1: and mead down and mead I think mead were mead there mead as well. Me yeah, and down aren't <laughs> wonderful either, but
2: no, last year I think they were going to be better than they are now, but um, yeah. those teams. So I hard, I I were, them,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. So I thought we were a bit unfortunate last year, to had worked out, but um, yeah. No, I I said to you beforehand, like there's none of the teams in this competition that would would scare you, but like obviously, if Leash played like they did against Wicklow, it wouldn't beat anybody. So it it won't really uh, matter how good or not the teams are. So. As I said, if for people going to the game Sunday, I think if we just got a performance from the team and they were in the game, going down the stretch, and win or lose, then I think you could turn around and say, right, well that's progress from where we yeah. where we've been
1: because the expectations are on the floor. There's no point yeah. saying. Yeah, it's a fair fair cry from the, two, the famous meeting with Westmead over the years. I got the little Keith Heffernan sent me the list of uh, Leash westmead games. No, sorry, it was Owen Cullinan sent me the list of Leash westmead games and Keith Heffernan sent me the sort of the programmes and all that. Like the 2004 Leinster final. Like Westmead had never... I don't think Westmead had ever been in a Leinster final until 2004. And then Leash and westmead draw and replay. Of course, Chris Conway getting sick in the appendix two days before the replay. Scoring the equaliser one week... Um, it, missing the replay and then Kevin Fitzpatrick missing the the goal chance at the very last minute, like scraping by the post. Um that they were two incredible games, like there were just such battles. Um the whole Pawdy Miko thing at the time it was just an incredible and like that was coming on the back of eight or nine years of underage rivalry where Westmead had beaten Leash after Leinster minor in Leinster minor finals after replay, under twenty one final after replay and then they did- bet them in the di in senior final after a replay. Um so so it was incredible. But but and then since in the last couple at like least bet Westmead twice in both years of John Sugru in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. And they were badly beaten last year in Tullamore. So there's that in Port Leash this weekend. It's the first time in thirty something years that they've played Westmead in Port Leash in the championship. Um but uh, look, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll chat about the other bits and pieces of GA News. <laughs> I suppose we had enough money that week, I'd say, will last them with Chris. He used to have this um, saying for us, arse to Mickey, arse to Mickey, arse to Mickey. <laughs> you do know that I felt it right here, yeah? they not that
0: old, <laughs> <laughs> so I came up to Dunsfield feeling station, and I bought a 99, I got off the Dunsfield, and I had the, the flake, in you know, all in So I said, if I can't stop me, it's just he never stop me, and I haven't a 99. So I was eating that coming along. So again, I got to I believe it was gone. So I had to buy another one, and I believe it. it got me. It got me, color so I, I regarded it was fairly safe. <laughs> from, from Balacala, the Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Okay, so
1: we'll catch up on the other bits and pieces and news as well. Um, we'll start with the minor hurlers. They're in. Actually, in more packed back to the twelve o'clock Saturday morning sort of slot. Island have Galway these Monday night hurling. I suppose that was only worked for awfully the, the neighbours, and that was like a once in, probably once in a lifetime occasion that that minor final last week. But Galway Galway come to town and Galway looked fairly hot. A bit a bit Well, last weekend in the first round, of yeah, this round, Robin. And, and if Galway win on Saturday, they're true, and it'll be a shootout between Leash and Clare to see who takes the second spot.
2: Yeah, just you're just looking at her twenty five points tonight. Like that's yeah. a fair beating in a, in a, in a championship match. Yeah. Like um fella called Aaron Nyland, sixteen years of age, he scored sixteen points. Yeah. Um so hope the boys have a have a plan for him. It was yeah. the, it was the first time that um Claire and Galway um oh, Galway. met. Oh yeah. Yeah, that Claire and Galway met in the championship since uh, nineteen sixty six. A mad stat, isn't it? Is that the yeah, at minor... I,
1: thought it, I thought it was the first time that Galway played a home championship ma- minor championship match since the 60s.
2: Oh, that's what it was. That's it was, the first <laughs> the first home or I missed home. I missed the home <laughs> part. Yeah. Oh,
1: first home home match yeah.
2: in, in... Oh, Yeah, sure. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, because they haven't been, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But yeah. it's it has played fair yeah. before. Oh, they have played flair, yeah. No, it has played
2: It's the first home match since 1966. Yeah. That's yeah. mad, isn't
1: it? I think yeah, so... could well have um... I think Clare could well have uh, beaten Galway in an all minor final in 1997. Clare did the double in 1997. And got got few players onto the senior team after that. But if, if Galway are that much stronger than Clare, and Clare were the same as Tipperary, or Airy, I wonder, I wonder if Galway and Offaly on a similar level, and then Leash, Clare and Tip, we'll see. We'll we'll have an idea after Saturday, was Any team news on the minor hurlers or... No, well, like the, I
2: have a report inside there about the uh, Clash de Vira Johnstown had uh, an under-16 final on Monday and they beat uh, Arts school Reach in the Leinster final and there was 10 lads from the Harps on the team and an 11th um, player with a leash connection to called. Osh Deegan, who hurls for Arlingford, and he's the son of former Harps manager Finton Deegan. Oh,
1: very good. So it
2: was sort of a, a, a eleven links, if you like. Uh, I back think Finton is
1: team. managing Johnstown this
2: year. All right, okay. yeah. So um, they they beat Harks for reach. Justin Duggan scored a hat trick. Um, and, uh, the, the Duggans <laughs> loved their calls. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Downey scored five points, I think, and uh. Owen Delaney, another Harpsman, he got four or five points. Um but Liam Kirby, who has been centre forward for the minors for the last couple of weeks, he he didn't play, he was injured. So I don't know what whether he'll make Saturday or not. Um I believe he could be in, in a bit of trouble. So that might be one change that you could see. And maybe Owen Murphy from another Harpsman or Aaron Carr, maybe from Cameras. He's good. He was you know, good the night he came on in the final. Yeah, the one you know the two of them will probably be leading the charge for for a spot there on the on the half hour line if there is a vacancy. Other than that, like I wouldn't see there being too many changes. I mean the backs were were very good against Softly. I couldn't see anything changing there. Um, yeah, the forwards struggled, but a lot of that was down to the fact that they were outnumbered more so than anything else. So, yeah, this game of the weekend now it's it's a tough one for them. Like obviously Galway were very good. That was their first game. Um but then you wouldn't know what effect losing the Munster final on penalties had on Claire either. Like so, you know, maybe maybe they're uh not but one way or the other, they have two opportunities to reach an all the semi-final. Um if they win on Saturday, well, they're as good as they're really. Um Claire would have to absolutely hammer oh, them yeah, yeah. the game to, to turn it around. Um and if they don't win, well will then are into a shootout with
1: Claire the following week yeah.
0: for that
2: last place. So yeah. Two, two very meaningful
1: games against two strong counties, Galway and Clare, over the next two Saturdays. Like,
0: yeah. what will it be
1: their probably their sixth and seventh championship matches of the year? And yeah, they've
2: they played what they played uh, Offley, Kildare, Westmead, West- Wexford, Kilkenny, and Offley again. they played six Leinster games. Yeah, so, so this be
1: their seventh time. game, eighth game next week, and looking to get into an all semi-final, which I think would be in Crow Park before one the senior. Yeah. Semifinals. No, yeah, probably before, yeah, yeah, so it looked a lot, lot to play for, plenty of hurling to play for. Um, regard. we've no news on senior hurling management, I believe. County board members, uh, probably led by chairman PJ Kelly, are to meet Cheddar Plunkett to sort of there will be a review of the year, but we've nothing, we've nothing sort of set in store, there's no real update. There was, a, there was a county board meeting on Monday night, Um I believe one club sort of st- stood up and uh hit out were critical of the the, the senior hurling setup and, and but there was no that was the only contribution from the floor and um, th- th- none of, none of the clubs had anything to say on the issue so when people do all they're given out, every club is a delegate county board meeting is where those delegates bring their club views and we're coming off a situation where the where and I'm not not saying'm you know, so not commenting either way, but it is disappointing that only one club would have something to say and the
2: senior county season is just over yeah I said to you there on Monday's podcast like um, there's no mad panic on sorting out the the manager's situation like whether uh, they're going to change or Cheddar's going to look to stay or whatever decision is going to happen but um, they do have, like sure have never been knocked away earlier, so they've loads the time and I suppose they're probably right to, to take the time and meet and see what's the, what is the best way forward. Um, but yeah, no, like lads, lads will give out roar, roar and shout and go on to us, like we, we often get hit in the neck that we're not critical enough, you know, we lads that often message us and say, Jez, you're, you're very nice, you're very handy. There's the forum if you want to exercise things and um that you're not happy with at the county board meetings through your delegates.
1: None yeah. of the clubs decide they want it's to do not, that. Not so. a word. I just find that. I'm not, I'm not saying there should be. Uh, like, you would think there would be some type of a debate at a county board meeting.
2: Not sort of reflect, I suppose, the fact that the interest is not what it was either. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's like,
1: an apathy but, there. But there, yeah. I don't know. I just find it. I suppose the, the, One The reasons for banning the, the press Was because they said delegates Didn't like saying what they thought Which was Which was a made up reason anyway If you ask me But anyway um, I just mm-hmm. find it astonishing That uh, Coming on the back of The senior hurling team Being beaten by 18 points By By Westmead Being relegated to the Joe McDonough Cup Now it may play out a bit differently That only one club Had something to say I just find that Absolutely astonishing You know I just I just I don't know um, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I like that that is not a healthy situation, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I don't, I, I, and oftentimes I don't know what to give it out to either, <laughs> but I do yeah. think it's, uh, you know, there can be a lot of hot air and a lot of nonsense, uh, spouted as well. But I just do not think that I just find it very unusual on the Monday night after the, the Hurlers are so badly beaten, their Championship ends that only one delegate stands up and speaks out uh, has anything to say, good or bad. Mm. Anyway, um, so, so the minor hurlers play uh Galway on Saturday at two o'clock or twelve o'clock in a more park. So that'll be that's another big, big game for them. and uh, ladies footballers then on Sunday it's got a sligo. That's a good uh it's been away. they should be able to beat Sligo and, and yeah,
2: get out of this group Sligo like, frequently enough over the last couple of years and have always beaten them so um, you would expect that, that yeah had to definitely be careful of beating them to be disappointed obviously with the Leinster campaign going out in the semi-final to Wexford um, in extra time Wexford are subsequently beaten by Kildare who we have beaten the last four times I think we've played them or three or at least three times anyway between league and championship so probably despite it that it didn't work out but look at Chance of Redemption um, they're in a group with Sligo who we have beaten uh, comfortably enough and then Tyrone who, or Tyrone um, who would have been senior until recently they were really
0: good last year they
2: were really good last year they
1: imagine they'd be strong enough Yeah, um, I think they won't they do us to intermediate. that's like intermediate you're seeding leash have been seeded with the Ulster Champions and yeah. but they are looking. There is a group of four. I think you're better off being in a group of three to get
2: out of. Yeah. Whoever three is easier. Like if they win the first game against LIGO, well, they're more sure, they're, they're yeah, or yeah. less true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a way on Sunday. It's been live streamed for anybody that that can't make it. So, fair play to the ladies. They're keeping that going. I think it's only a fiver to watch the match. Um, and you can buy weekend, past season, past, they've all different different rates there. So, yeah. um, they're,
1: they're, they're well set up. Yeah, they're streaming. They're, and the 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 Intermediate Championship is the equivalent of the Talchin Cup, it's been well-established. But the final is in Croke Park. Um, yeah. Leach were beaten in the semi-final narrowly last year. I know... Yeah, Leach's league would seem to be that they bore building on last year, but the Championship looks a regression on last year. So it's... Uh, well, you could say that, or else you could
2: say that they were well beaten by Wexford last. Well, not well beaten, but
1: beaten comfortably enough by
2: Wexford last year. Brought brought in extra time this time, and definitely should have beaten them. Like they had enough chances in the first half in the, the game. Yeah. yeah. So I think they. I do think they have improved. Um. But. And I think they'll be definitely capable of winning on Sunday, and getting out and getting out of the group, and then seeing where they go after that. Like and. uh yeah, no, I, I, I think they could still have a good year. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Comogie uh, are playing on Saturday evening. They're down in, in I think it's in Snow and North Kerry.
2: No, yeah, they, they were, they were beaten by ten pints by Galway in round one. Um, the Comogie used to go for four groups, but it seems the intermediate has been split into
1: two groups. Well, I think it's always they, be two groups. It's always be two groups. And many- six. Was it what well, was draw? Was that many yeah. Games yeah, yeah. Two groups tests? of five or two groups of six,
2: yeah. Yeah, well they've a, a rake against play. So like Galway Galway are senior All Ireland champions. So you would imagine their second team are going to be quite good and they obviously beat Leash. Um, this this week now against Kerry. Uh there has to have been a whole lot between Leash and Kerry in the last couple of years. So um if Leash could win that game, they would be they be back on the on the hearse again as such. And then they have a, a couple of home games coming up after that. So and um, They're get getting their big long They were up to Galway last week They're down to Kerry this weekend And they'll get their big mad away Troops out of the way And then they'll have a couple of home games So if they could get a
1: result They'll be back on track To try and get out of the group I think Was that game against uh, Galway How many teams are in Is there seven teams in the group Or what's the story? <laughs> there's that a rake at the minute There's a se- seven teams in the group So there's Leash galway <laughs> That was the only game played in the group last there's week the only game right, last week that. Yeah I don't know why yeah, Kerry Leach this week, Galway, Carlow, Westmead, Dublin. I think Galway could well have won that Intermediate Championship uh, in the past. There have been times when Galway have been in two All-Ireland finals in the same day with their first and their second team. Yeah, so, Galway and Cork would typically have
2: done that. I remember Cork beating down when um, Derek Dunn was manager of Down and then down winning the All-Ireland when the second teams weren't allowed were, to
1: were him, allowed, right? yes, yeah.
2: That yeah, be after
1: it. they'll have a home game against Dublin in the June Bank Holiday weekend, and they're down to play—that couldn't be right. are fixed to play Kerry on the 11th of June. That couldn't be right as well. Again, like yeah, at least okay. to play at Westmead. Uh, that must be a mistake. Nah, uh, it must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, huh. know. I don't know how that is. Anyway, um, so they're playing anyway in Lixno. Lixno is North Kerry. It's a uh, heart of hur- hurling country in Kerry. And um, to hardy, whoers down in Lixno, North Kerry. Did you see other way? I'm always giving out about um, uh, clubs putting up signs wishing their neighbours the best of luck in a county final. Yeah, yeah, or, or tweets or whatever. I think it's just so insincere, and it's like the popular thing to do on social media. A club down in North Kerry did that last year, wishing wishing their neighbours the best of luck in the county final. And the other, uh, one of the other clubs set fire to it. Or no, I think some of the own <laughs> members set fire to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's proper <laughs> like, order Dad. best luck to it off from your neighbours uh, Licks No and, and the Licks Nga supporters set fire to it
2: <laughs> that's one way of sorting out that anyway. yeah
1: yeah no, no political correctness there they're the work going to <laughs> Um yeah I, I, think, I think I think that's about it no other bits of news or uh, the club scene is sort of quite there's a few games in the club Hurling Leagues this weekend but the picture you know there's a, there's a bit of sorting to be done on it Balacola and Camros are Top of Division One of the hurling league, they've both one three and drawn one. But Down Earl are second. But Down Earl and Cameras play this weekend, which will be a sort of a, almost the top of the table clash. And um, but I think the top four go through to the semi-finals. So there's, uh, um, I think both Rose and Alice and the Harps have lost all four de- their games. Um, at, yeah, at, yeah. at the other end of the table, there's uh, a little bit of sorting to be done in Division One or One d and Division Two as well. Um, And I think Division 1 of the football then doesn't get going now until next week, the first, second of June. So uh, that's where where we stand in that regard. Uh, I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, Plenty of stuff this weekend. We'll be back on Monday uh, when we'll be looking back on the Talchon Cup, the minor hurlers, ladies footballers and the Camogie team. So best wishes to all these teams this weekend. We'll leave it there. Over and out. Good luck. God bless. Goodbye.
0: the leash today talking sport podcast brought to you in association with booth concrete booth concrete provide high quality concrete products to leash and the surrounding counties thinking concrete think booth concrete when quality matters